Today I'm going to talk about the mistake of Isaac. The mistake in Isaac's life. Hallelujah. I say the mistakes in Isaac's life. Say the mistake in Isaac's life. We're going to read scriptures, but I'm going to give a foundational scripture that I'm going to use to speak to you. The first scripture will be in the book of Genesis. Don't put in the PowerPoint yet. The first scripture will be in the book of Genesis, chapter number 25, verse 22. Genesis 25:22. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Genesis 25:22. And Genesis 27, 21 to 23. Put them down so that when I go through it. Genesis 25, 22. Genesis 27, 21 to 23. And Genesis 27, 1 to 4. Hallelujah. The Lord say, I must tell you, he will raise people up that will be helpers to your life. You see, I have some sons and daughters that came to me and say, the Lord has put in my heart to be a blessing to you. And I have them. And they are standing with me. Hallelujah. And I want to honor these sons and daughters that are standing with me. Hallelujah. Some of them are not in the church here. And uh, at least some of them are in the church. And I want to thank God for whatever you have done. And I pray that God may continue to bless you. And I'm praying that God may raise up people for the assignment that he has given you in your life. So that wherever you go, you will have people that will help you to bring the mission to pass. Some people gave it to, gave me, but they didn't know they gave me. They come to practice here every Thursday. It's a giving into my ministry. Because they are doing it because they love the Lord. And they sacrifice their time. I pray that the Lord may bless you. That the Lord may cause his face to shine upon you. Hallelujah. So, I feel it's not right if I don't acknowledge those few people that the Lord has stirred their heart to be with me. Hallelujah. Although they were not in the church today, but they are there. Hallelujah. I want to thank God. Uh, the mistake of Isaac. Hallelujah. Now, Genesis, Genesis chapter number 25, verse 22. Let's read it. Then we'll talk about the first mistake. Genesis 25, 22. Say, but the children struggled together within her, meaning, who is this woman now, if you know your Bible? Who? You are not sure. Okay. It was Rebecca. Rebecca is here. Okay. The children. <laughs> but the children struggled together within her, meaning Rebecca, and she said, if all is well, why am I like this? So she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said to her, two nations are in your womb. Two people shall be separated from your body. One people shall be stronger than the other. And the older shall serve the younger. Uh, the, the, so, and the older shall serve the younger. Now, this is Rebecca being pregnant. Hallelujah. And Rebecca goes to consult a man of God. She goes to consult the Lord. And the Lord tells Rebecca, you have two children in your womb. 
The younger shall be the boss of the older. But when Rebecca was going, Isaac didn't go with her. He didn't know. Hallelujah. Rebecca went alone. And she got the word from the Lord. Can I tell you something before I move on? I want to state a principle here. You can never get a revelation of something you don't have a burden of. The law will not reveal depth to you if you don't have a burden for that thing. Hallelujah. If you have a burden to share the word with people, the Lord will reveal his word to you. Rebecca was carrying the pregnancy, Isaac was not. So Rebecca was the only one that experienced the groaning and the, and the, and the, and, and the things inside. And Isaac gave the seed, but he did not know how the seed would prosper inside of a woman. And while she was sitting there and the seed was prospering, she was burdened. And she said, I want to know the mystery behind this burden. So, so the key in the kingdom is to be passionate about something. If you don't have a passion for something, God cannot step in. Hallelujah. So Isaac, his first mistake was that he was ignorant. Hallelujah. He was ignorant of a prophetic word upon the children. And because he was ignorant, he set himself to bless the wrong one. He was trying to bless Esau. Hallelujah. Let's read it. It's there in the scripture. Let's read it. Uh, Genesis. Let's go to Genesis uh, chapter number 27, verse 1 to 4. Genesis 27, 1 to 4. Now it came to pass when Isaac was old and his eyes were so dim that he could not see, that he called Esau, his older son, and said to him, My son. And he answered him, Here I am. And he said, Then he said, Behold, now I am old. I do not know the day of my death. Now, therefore, please take your weapons, your quiver, and your bow, and go out to the field and hunt game for me. And make me savory, uh, savory food such as I love, and bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul may bless you before I die. He was ready to give a blessing to the wrong one because he didn't know the prophetic word. Hallelujah. He was ignorant of a prophetic word. Therefore, he set himself to bless the wrong one. You know, when you are not aware of what God is doing, you might make the wrong move. Because you are not aware of what God is doing. Hallelujah. You know, when God is moving, sometimes it feels like God is not moving. Hallelujah. I say when God is moving, sometimes it feels like he's not moving. Sometimes God is not in the fire. Sometimes he's not in the wind. He is in the still voice. 
Hallelujah. So sometimes we have misinterprets the presence of God for something else that is not what God says. When God seems to be quiet in your life, he is moving. When you seem not to have an answer, God is moving. Hallelujah. God is moving. There are some people, they are in a season of their lives where everything they do does not prosper, does not work, and they think, where is God? My friend, he has sent me to tell you, he is moving. He is moving. You might not see him, but he's moving. So the first mistake of Isaac was that he was ignorant. Say, Lord, give me grace not to be ignorant. Satan is called the prince of darkness. It does not mean the prince of night. It means the prince of ignorance. Yes. He works much more than with ignorance. Do you think it's only at night Satan wakes up and is walking around? That's why the prayer warrior gets it home. Because somebody told you it's between one and two he works. Don't you think that way he's working? Is a spirit. He does not need a time. He only works with ignorance. <coughs> Listen to my voice. He's not just waiting for night for the sun to set before he works. He works with ignorance. That's why if you read your Bible, it's all about and you will know, and you will know, and you shall know, and you shall know. Because knowledge cancel ignorance. Hallelujah. So, so, so the first mistake is that Isaac was ignorant. And then he tried to bless the unblessable. Something that was not said to be blessed, he wanted to bless it. You know, sometimes, you know, I stop doing weddings. I'm doing scarcely wedding because every time I say, what God has blessed, I say, Lord, are you really blessing these people? Or am I the one blessing them? <laughs> oh, help us. Hallelujah. Mistake number two. Isaac not only was trying to bless the wrong one, but he went, he, he handled it wrong. Let's read in Genesis chapter number 27, verse 21. Genesis 27, 21. What did he say there? Genesis 27, 21. Let's go quick so that we can come to a place. Isaac said to Jacob, please come near. They say, Isaac said to, not Esau. He thought he was talking to Esau, but he was talking to Jacob. Now you say, no, he was blind. Blindness was not the problem, I will tell you now. He said, please come near that I may feel you, my son, whether you are really my son, is so or not. Isaac was going on feelings. He was not going on what he knew. He went on feelings. You know, whatever you feel is not necessarily God. Yes, 
Isaac limited himself to feelings. He said, come, I may feel you. Hallelujah. Come, I may feel you. And many people are missing on divine appointment because of the way they feel. When God says you are blessed, you say, I feel broke. I feel sick. I feel, I feel, I feel. They don't go on what God says. They go on what they feel. And can I, can I submit to you that feelings are forever changing? How do you rely on something that is not permanent? Today you feel sick, tomorrow you feel well. So how can you rely on your feelings? I don't feel good about this guy. Who cares? What did God told you? What did God say to you about him? Paul said we know no man according to feelings anymore, according to the flesh. He said from now on, we don't regard people according to the flesh, meaning feelings. But we regard them according to the will of God. So when you meet people, instead of trying to catch a feeling, hear what God is saying. Hallelujah. You know this thing of feeling has gotten people into marriage. I feel for her. I feel for him. <laughs> Isaac. You got into a marriage. God didn't say, for this feeling, men shall leave his wife. He said, for this purpose. So marriage is about purpose, not feelings. He said, for this cause. He didn't say, for this cause, a boy shall live. He said, a man. So you need to be a man before you handle marriage. So the, the enemy had cheated you. I love him. So look at his eyes. The color of the eyes. Look at, look at the hair. Whoa. Even they, they fall in love with perfume. Smell his perfume. Something that he, he might not be able to buy tomorrow. We have become so sophisticated that we fall for something we shouldn't fall for. Marriage is about purpose. For this cause. <laughs> I say for this cause. I'm talking about feelings there. That's where we mistake. And then, for a woman, God didn't say, God didn't, boys, God didn't say, if you find a girl. He didn't say, if you find a woman. He said, if you find a wife. So before you marry, you must be a wife. No, you don't understand what I'm saying. It means that if you can't stay on your own and handle yourself well, you are a woman, but you have not become a wife. Because becoming a wife is another dimension. So he said, he who finds a wife, it means that before you find her, she's already a wife. You don't hear what I'm saying. She has become a wife before you find her. And we have young girls now, they can't even clean up their own bedroom. And they are looking at somebody to marry. What do you want to marry? Buah! 
So let me tell you something, people. Let me tell you something. Feelings are deceitful sometimes. Okay, I'm not in the marriage ceremony, so let me walk away from this one. But I just threw it in there for you to know who to marry. We don't marry a hairstyle. We marry a wife. Yes, no, 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 no. Ladies, you don't marry a boy. You don't marry a male. Because there are some male that are not men. A male can reproduce babies. A man can take care of children. So some of you, you went after males. And then after the children came, he walked out because his function is not a man, he's a male. I'm praying that God may convert that male into a man. My God, my God, help me here. Feelings. Feelings. Number three, he went, he went on the appearance of a look instead of a voice. Let's read Genesis 27, 22. Are you here with me? Genesis 27, 22. So Jacob went near to Isaac, his father, and he felt him, and he said, the voice is Jacob, but the hands are the hands of Esau. Ma, 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 ma. He failed to identify Jacob because he went on the wrong discernment. Can I tell you something? That Jacob could clothe himself with a skin of a goat, but he couldn't change his voice. So there are things in life that you can go on undercover. But something will reveal you. The hands are so, but the voice is the voice of Jacob. You know, there are some people in the church, huh? the hands are the hands of born again Christian. But their actions are unbelievers. So you can come here covered in sheep clothes, but inwards, they are wolves. And you say, a wolf can copy the sheep, but when the appetite to eat comes, we know who is a wolf. <laughs> so, so, when the craving of the flesh jump out, we will know who is sheep, who is wolf. I rest my case. Jesus said, my sheep will know my voice. 
He didn't say my sheep will know how I look like. That's why many people are starting to draw Jesus. I said, for what? I don't need to know how he looks like. I need to recognize his voice. That's all. You know why I don't need to focus on his looks? On his look, you know why? Because the devil can change himself into an angel of light. Let's read from the contemporary version. Don't put it there. You don't have that. Maybe you don't have the contemporary version. It's the contemporary English version. You know I study in many translations. Some verses are more powerful in one than the other one. So John chapter number 10 verse 27. John 10 27 says, My sheep know my voice and I know them. They follow me. The focus is not on the look of a shepherd. The focus is on the voice of a shepherd. A stranger may look like the shepherd, but if he starts to talk, the sheep will know who the shepherd is. Let me give you an example. If you go to the Middle East, the place that we call the shepherd field, where the shepherd were and uh, the angel came and announced the birth of Jesus, they call it the shepherd field. By God's grace, we've been there. And uh, we experienced a lot of things in that shepherd field. But when they come to the shepherd field, all the sheep come together. They are all together. So, because sheep they look like. So the shepherd might not be able to recognize the sheep. So when they are finished, it's like hundreds of them. All the shepherds come together. So all the sheep are together. When the time to go home arrives, the shepherds will stand up and one will whistle. The moment he whistles, all his sheep comes out of a crowd of sheep and they come to him. Another one will whistle and the sheep will follow him because the sheep know the voice, the tone of the, vo- of the whistling. So even when they are together and the shepherd whistles, they know this is my shepherd. That's what Jesus was saying. And the shepherd goes in front and the sheep follow him. But you know, so many people in the church, they have followed the wrong thing or the wrong person as I talk now. Because it looks like a God saint, but he was not God saint. He was a disguise. It was not a real thing. The voice carries the character. So what Jesus was saying, actually, you will know my character. Because the voice carries the character. So you know that when the shepherd speaks, the sheep will know the character of the shepherd in his voice. So for you to choose somebody you need to know the character of Christ in the person. Many business opportunities will come. The first question is, when I get this opportunity, what will my work with God become like? There are some business opportunities that come to you and it feels like a blessing, but it's taking you away from fellowship with God. And when you get that business, you will get money, but you lose fellowship. 
And if you are not discerning, you run after the thing that will take you away from God. It's not all about the money. It's about the fellowship. It's not about the position. You need to decline some position because you are too busy. Yeah, Christians don't know that. Everything they come testify, I've been promoted as a manager. Let's see the character of that manager in you. We'll see. If it was God or not God. Because God will not give you something that will take you away from his fellowship. Even ministry can be a setup for you to fall out of fellowship. Anything that keeps you so busy and does not give you time with God, cut it off. Don't care what it is. Because at the end of the day, your life is in Christ. Yes. Yes. I'm going back again in marriage. I saw some young ladies. Oh, and they told me, yo, this guy is so good. I want to marry him. This guy, you want to marry him. He does not know how to pray. He does not even read his Bible. But you are so under pressure. You want to marry him. Then you marry him. He goes there. He says, listen, it's too much now. You can't pray anymore. You say, Lord, touch his heart. Lord will not touch his heart. You saw him like that. You chose. Don't bring things for God to change them. Somebody sent me an email. He said, can I marry this guy? He's from another religion. I don't want to talk about religion. I said, oh, he will convert you to his religion. Make no mistake. Hey, my sheep know my, say my sheep know my voice. I say something may look like God, but they are not God. The voice. Isaac could have stayed with the voice and he wouldn't miss it. You know, you can blindfold me and bring all my children and they will talk. I will tell you, this is this one. This is that one. I don't need to see them. Because I know their voices. Hallelujah. I say I know their voices. So, I know some people are trying to mimic voices now. Trying to talk like me, Africa. But in between, we'll catch them. You know, when they say that somebody spoke, there was, there was a story in Africa where they say that a president was speaking on the phone and uh, it leaked. So, it went out and it was on social media. And they said they want to, uh, how do you say, oh, ten, oh. they want to check the voice. I don't know. Yeah, they want to see if the voice is authentic. So they went and studied, and they came out, and some said, no, it's authentic. Because they said, you cannot mimic somebody for a period of time. You will give in. So you can try to talk like President Mandela. He's gone now. But, yeah, by five minutes, your voice will appear. <laughs> you cannot mimic and be real like the person. 
So, so God says, for you to be sure, forget about the way I look. Know my voice. If you know my voice, you will know me. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? Ah, I've preached too much. Today I came to just give you a, just a dessert. Because we, we did the meal, so now today I came to serve desserts. Are you blessed? I say, are you blessed? I pray that you will not be like, you will not make the mistake of Isaac. Because Isaac's eyes were them. But his ability to discern voices were still there. And he refused to go on the ability to discern. He went on the feelings. And he missed it. So it's not about the eyes. Hallelujah. When God revealed himself to Israel, he said, Hear, O Israel, the God, Lord your God is one. Hear. Hallelujah. Many people can come and try to be like Jesus and they will mimic him, but the character will give away. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we give a big hand to our Lord? I want the worship team to go with me. And uh, we're going to have an offering. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I say thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Oh. So, <clears throat> Isaac could not reverse his mistake. There are some mistakes that you will not be able to go back to it. Hallelujah. But God in his grace can have mercy. Especially when I talk about marriage. Now if you are not married yet, you have not made a mistake yet. Okay. If you are already married and you feel like you went on feelings and uh, you are suffering. All you need to do is to ask mercy. Yeah. You don't need to walk away from that person. You need to have, ask mercy. And say, God, I need your mercy. Yes, I did it in ignorance, but you have a God of mercy. And I'm trusting you for mercy so that my home may change and reflect your glory. <laughs> 